Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Welcome to the Just Being Honest Podcast. The JBH Podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. All day, every single day. You know what I'm craving at all hours of the day? Tea. You guys, you've heard me before. I'm a teaaholic. Hello. Hi. Raising my hand. Wait, raising both hands. Do you like tea? And when you think of tea, do you think of something that's like making you jittery? Well, guess what? Tea is a whole new world. It's basically the process of, you know, heating up herbs. Herbs that are giving back to you, body, mind, and soul. That's why I love Buddha teas. Ah, I can just taste it now, right? Guys, the Buddha teas philosophy, they strive to create teas that do more than satisfy a thirst. Buddha teas use fresh, high-quality ingredients to explore nature's best qualities and enrich the lives of tea drinkers everywhere. The fresh, organic herbs and tea leaves allow their teas to stay pure and natural, free from chemicals, preservatives, and added flavoring. The minimal processing and eco-friendly packaging helps to honor and protect the earth with every tea that they make. So, guys, it's time to start sipping on Buddha teas. Use code JBH15 to get a little perk on me. All right, put those pinkies up and cheers on me that's jbh15 at checkout buddha teas enjoy every sip on this episode number 110 of the just being honest podcast i bring a badass woman onto the show who is it may you ask it's my sister i am so proud of where she's been and where she's going. I am proud of our evolution as a whole, as a sisterhood. I'm gonna be honest with you, it hasn't always been easy at times. As you may know, many siblings do have their moments. Um, You may see one another for when you were a child, and it's hard to grow up, especially when you live separately in different states and then all of a sudden come back together and are quite different. But that's not our topic for the day. Sure, we touch on that. But the other thing that we kind of bring to the table is 
much about mental health. And I love this topic because it is so evident to where all of us are today. Mental health can be defined as so many different things, can be seen as so many different things. Anxiety, depression, loss of just feeling like you are yourself. So, talking about definitions, bringing it back to how do you define yourself? In my personal belief, fear, panic, that is what stems anxiety, depression. Could be fear, panic from a past event, a future event, an unknown event, what have you, a certain environmental cause, what have you. But guys, let me tell you something. You don't have to be perfect to be amazing. So guess what? You can have these things come up, these emotions come up. It's normal. But the biggest thing that we talk about today is how we deal with it. How we deal with our emotions and how in this modern days and modern times of technology and of separation with one another from one another, not making eye contact, not even wanting to tell someone if we don't feel okay, no matter the capacity. Remember, you don't have to be perfect to be amazing. Everyone's allowed to feel 100, 1,000, 1 million percent. So without further ado, guys, turn it up because this is an episode you really, really want to tap into. All right, show 110. Here we go, baby. The Just Being Honest podcast is here to help, and we're here to have fun with you. Have a great day. Thanks for supporting us always. Peace, love, ciao. Hi, guys. This is your host, KB, and this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Welcome. Guess what I'm doing? I'm sitting on the floor like a plant in the sweet sunshine of my studio apartment in Santa Barbara, California. TGIF, folks, when I am recording this podcast, it is Friday. It feels like Friday, and I am ever so grateful for it. It's been a hard week, but we made it through, and now we get the pleasure of being here with you. Did I just rhyme? All right. You liked that little sing-song, didn't you? Okay. So I have such an exciting guest on today. I'm very excited because um, it's like we're gonna be hanging out and it is my other sister. I'm so excited. You guys didn't know I had two sisters, right? No, yeah, you did. I'm the youngest of three girls and um, you've heard Allison Watson. She's the oldest. She was on the podcast telling about motherhood, childbirth, and just living in a small town in Kansas. So I finally, finally, finally have the honor to bring on my other sister um, next in line, Elizabeth Brown, whom I've always known as Alyssa Brown. Um, We used to share a room together. Oh, man. I could tell you all these stories about what we used to do. Ride our bikes down to the grocery store. Anyways, 
enough about me, right? This is um, Alyssa's time to shine on the JBH podcast and share stories she wants to contribute um, about health, wellness, and specifically today, I think we really decided to bring the topic on about mental health. Mental health. How do, do you, how are you defined by that? How does that define, how is that, how do you define that in life, right? So um, I love hearing Alyssa's standpoint of it. I love to see her point of view in it, especially living in a different area as I do. She sees different things. It's beautiful bringing someone else with a different um, magnifying glass onto the show. Her and I, we see similarly, but we do see the world a little bit differently in some cases, which is cool because I find I see the world differently than many people. So that's the beauty of life. We're all different, right? So without further ado, it's your turn to shine. Alyssa, welcome to the JBH podcast. Hello. How are you? Good. And guys, I did want to um, kind of preempt this by she might sound pretty far away. She's on her phone um, in Kansas. So um, if I lose her, gosh, I hope I don't. So starting off, um, I want to thank you for being on the show. It really means a lot to me, your contribution and your voice, because your voice matters. And um, I love just hearing you know, especially when we get deep, when we are able to get deep, just how you see and view things in your kindness and compassion towards how you express what you feel. So moving on, we wanted to talk kind of about mental health and you have a really kind of interesting spin on it. Um, go for it. Share kind of your thoughts on it and, and, um, why do you think it's such a neglected topic to really bring to the table these days? Well, mental health's always been a complicated topic, and I think one of the big thing is uh, big things about it is because if somebody has a broken arm, then mm-hmm. obviously people are like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay?" You know, mm-hmm. you can see physically see the injury, but mental mental pain and mental health stuff. Um, you know, people look at you and they could think you're not in pain because they can't see an injury yet. Uh, you still might be or you something might be going on with you, but since they can't see it, it's harder for them to understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we can use all, all of us as an example. You know, can we use the cliche example of, you know... Um, maybe just like for in someone's eyes in one person's eyes maybe you see someone that's gorgeous right oh my gosh they must have the life they look so happy yeah they're smiling on the outside they're all done up but really what you're saying is like on the inside they could be really suffering from a battle of some sort i mean i know i've dealt with that right yeah yeah i mean because think about it like robin williams and People think celebrities have, like, the perfect life or whatever, quote-unquote perfect, but they could be struggling, too, and people are like, oh, my gosh, I would have never thought that, but that's why it's, I guess, such a complicated uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, and do you think that's, like, 
And, and I have a question because I know everyone, like, mental health can be defined as so many different things. So, like, if yeah. you could, if you could define it for something relevant for today that, you know, the modern um, listener is listening to, like, how could you kind of point it out to them? Because mental health today could be completely different to mental health 1970s, you know? Well, gosh, it's there's so many different avenues and different things. I don't necessarily think it's different. I think just maybe because of certain times and culture, culturally different ages, it's just um, always been defined or looked at differently or people reacted to it differently. But I think now one positive thing is people are actually talking about it. Yes, it is still stigmatized, but um, like even on the news, they actually were like, we never used to talk about suicide, but now we're like, maybe we should talk about it because it could help people because they always thought it would glorify it. Mm -hmm. But now they're trying to figure out how to actually talk about it to help people, which is positive. So I guess that's kind of the difference as now than the past. It was, we might have a little more understanding, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I come in, I mean, I think personally speaking, and you may be able to relate, um, I've always been a very sensitive being, and I know I did go through some phases in life, and I think a lot of adolescents go through phases where you gossip and you're just, you know, talk behind people's back on the playground, what have you. I mean, we see our nieces and nephews talk about their friends and how so-and-so is being mean to so-and-so, right? Um, But in all reality, like, when you get older and you become more aware, like, it is crazy to think, like, you know, how gentle we really do need to be with one another. And, like, the big word compassion really needs to play, especially nowadays being bombarded with so many energies. We really need to be compassionate for everyone you know everyone yeah so it's, it's so easy to judge from afar but like if you take a moment you might actually realize that person that looks completely different from you is actually really similar to you but yeah so just taking the time to smile at someone or yes. just something simple you never know like they might have acted or done a certain thing but maybe it's something bigger yeah 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 i mean Really, studies, I mean, like, for instance, like that, are you saying, like, someone that has, like, a a family history of something and maybe that they were raised, you know, with certain values or patterns that they know is not right? Or they don't even know if it's not right, but it's ingrained in them? Yeah, because everyone grows up with a different, like, quote-unquote normal because how, like, someone is raised and they see something else, they're like, oh, I didn't even know that was something or possible. Like, it's just, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of want to jump further into that because, like, I think nowadays, like, yeah, so there are, like, a group of people that act that way, act out, right? But then there are a group of people also that um, act inwardly, um, harmless or a little more harmful, right, inward. And it only creates, um, it's because, okay, let me let me back up. So, like, the 
external factors are affecting their internal factors, correct? Are you following me? So like- I think I know where you're, like you, are you uh, thinking about what can, can, well, some, some, okay. Are you thinking about the factors of what can um, cause a person maybe more so having some mental health issues or not, I guess? Yes, exactly. Like, I mean, we can be like, we can just go out there and talk on a whim. Like, I mean, example, like, I mean, even mental health issues, like, you know, anxiety, depression, uh, split personality, you know, um, bipolar disorder, what have you. Like, it's a real thing that your environment causes your reactions to things in life. Well, that is, yeah, one factor. Um, in this self-help book we followed in group, uh, I did group therapy for depression, which was really helpful, and I learned a lot of things. The interesting thing is I think that's why it does make some of these things complicated, like depression, because there really isn't a pinpointed exact thing. Like, it's not pinpointed to environment or relationship or um, what's it called, like science or neurological. Like, all of those things, yes, possibly could be a factor, one thing or all of them. Or, But it's just interesting because that's why it is so complicated because it's not easy to pinpoint. Like, there, there are many factors that – could be involved but we're not 100 percent sure which ones but we have ideas do you recall some of the the factors so what do you recall some of the factors that you can share with us of um what can maybe trigger yeah depression or anxiety yeah trigger oh my god that's a perfect word say that again trigger i wish i wish i had my book uh i can't remember the name now um well, it was a, it was a, I can look it up and I'll send you the name of the book we followed. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, so I, the ones I remember that they said could be things that cause de- or trigger depression, um, or an episode might be environmental, like relationships of any kind of relationship, um, uh, possibly neurological. They don't really think it's passed down in her hereditary but I don't know we I'm sure it's a theory out there um what else did I say I'm not sure I can't remember maybe some of the other ones but there could be many factors so um just pointing on that so like environmental and when you listed those things I was like checking them all off from my list because I know I've dealt with them all and I've had depressive Mm -hmm. states from them all um, environmentally speaking, like household environment. I mean, if we can be open and honest, you know, like we didn't grow up guys. We didn't grow up in a perfect household at all. Oh, childhood is one of them too. Yeah. Childhood. Yes. So, okay. We'll go back to that. So hold that thought. Environmental factors, physically where you live in a home, right? Your childhood environment, right? And then environment. Yeah, or if you had a big move or just big changes to that kind of environment. Right, right. Big moves at certain pivotal growing points in your life. The other thing is environment, like out, out neurologically external. So, like, for instance, when I told you guys I had those environmental toxins tests that I had and, you know, mold and glyphosate was in me and, and I haven't explained it all, but those are huge neurotoxins within me. I was going apeshit wild. 
I mean crazy. And I still notice that when I go down to pollution and I'm highly affected down in LA and then I come back to Santa Barbara, it's like literally night and day. It's crazy. I'm environmental with water, relationships. Wow, I'm a fine example of this. Um, I mean, I ran off to Southeast Asia and I fully healed myself. Well, didn't, I wouldn't say fully, but I really jump-started the healing process there. Um, but that can really uh, kind of change you and shape you. And I know you've dealt with these things just as I have. Um, if you'd like to share any examples of kind of like what you went through, maybe other people can relate. I know my story might be similar or different than yours. Um, well, okay, let's see. So when I started group therapy, was I think it was about three and a half years ago, and I stayed in it for two and a half years until I just moved from uh, Lawrence, Kansas to Kansas City. Um, that's the only reason I stopped, but it was amazing. Uh, mm. So I went to group therapy because I think I was depressed before, and then I went through a breakup, and I was debilitatingly depressed, mm -hmm. and so I had to figure something out, um, and so I decided to go to Burnt Nash, this community mental health uh, facility. I looked around at places, and I decided I wanted to go to the community, community health center because it just seemed like the place that would maybe actually help people. Um, and I started doing that, and when they suggested group therapy at first, I did do one-on-one -on -one therapy for nine months also with my group therapy le leader, who was amazing. And I, I don't necessarily think it's 100% just about therapy. I think it's about the right fit. So, like, mm -hmm. if you go to a therapist or go to talk to anybody or whatever you're comfortable with, if it doesn't seem right, you could maybe try another one or a, a fit for you because maybe if that person wasn't right fit, maybe another one will be. Um, so, okay, back to when they suggested group. Uh, basically, I was scared shitless because <laughs> yeah. I'm not a talker and like thinking about talking to people in front of a group about such a sensitive topic just scared me. Mm -hmm. So the first day I went, I was extremely scared and I was just already on edge and on verge wanting to cry. I was just everything stressed mm -hmm. out, you know, all the symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I went and slowly and slowly each week, cause I went once a week, it, I started to learn more, um, learn about symptoms, learn about how you can, um, do things to like combat if you don't feel like, like you're, let's say quote unquote, I'm not in the mood to like get out of bed or, you know, do certain things that seem simple to some people, mm -hmm. but when you're struggling, they're not simple. So like. We just learned about different ways how we could maybe do or live and help ourselves. Um, and so group became very helpful in that way, just of learning more, more about depression and anxiety. Because I think when I thought about it and I learned more, I was like, I think I had an episode when I was 18 and I didn't realize that's what it was. Hmm. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Can you tell us more about that? When I was 18? Well, I remember just, I don't know. I, um, 
I think I was a freshman in college. I don't know. Maybe it was because a lot of my friends were still home. I mean, I still saw them, but I don't know. I could just tell, like, in my mood, and I was sad, and I think I didn't isolate so much then. The funny thing is they say uh, each episode of depression can get um, deeper. I don't know how to explain that. If you have another, like, episode, it could be deeper than the one before, and I'm not sure why that is, but that's kind of just what research shows. So... The one I had three and a half years ago, I definitely was something I had never experienced before. Like it was, it's something that's hard to explain, but I do think that that mental pain is, is in my opinion, worse than physical pain. And I think that's one reason why like people do cut and people do like self-harming things um, because they don't want to feel that mental pain because it's just so painful. And I, I mean, that's why suicide happens, because in that moment, it just, they think it'll be less painful, I guess. I'm not sure what other way to say that, or, but, yeah. Yeah, um, thank you for sharing that, um, and you can share more if you want to. Um, I just wanted to say, three and a half years ago, what age was I? <laughs> um, I... I realized you were going through something and you were struggling through something, but, um, I guess, you know, since you weren't so vocal about it, you know, it was hard to see that. And I'm so proud of you for taking the initiative, which I don't know what spurred you saying, I need to talk to someone because sometimes I think we all hit that point and we're like, I need to talk to someone, you know what I mean? Um, and I applaud you for that because, because, because it does harm us internally if we don't do something about it. Um, and I know you, wow, gosh, since you had started going to group, you showed me ways, you know, cause I've gone through therapy as well and through even my breakup that really took me under the bus. But I wanted to ask you about that. Like, what what was the point when you told yourself, like, I've got to do something about this? Like, maybe other people can relate to that. And maybe they can say, like, oh, this is a sign that I really need to talk to someone else and and be okay with getting help. Um, I'm not, I don't know. Let's see. And it might be hard for you to even remember, too, (laughs) right? Well, I mean, I I do remember, like, because I remember, like, I didn't see light for, like, three and a half months, and that was the biggest thing. Like, I'd never felt that way. It was was weird. Light as in physical light, or? Like, I just didn't see light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It it was just in a very isolated, depressed place. And it is hard to explain depression like it is. And I had, like, severe anxiety because they tend to go hand in hand. So, like, mm-hmm. even when I left the house, I, like, somehow I made it to work most of, to- most of the time. And I think that's just because I wanted to be there for my work family. Like, we were really close. So that was, I mean, that's positive I had that. Um, but I think there was just a point where I just was like, I, I'm not functioning. I need to figure something out. But I didn't know what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, um, 
it, the, the thing is when I completely relate to you, when you're trying to describe it to someone, and I'll tell you, when you're like long all out of the clear, you oftentimes think like, yes, that was a real thing and that was a real feeling, but it's like, why did I feel that way? I'm bigger than this. So that's when well, you know that you're really starting to heal, right? I think it's, it's where there's a light, yeah, a positivity, but I, I don't want anyone, like, if anyone feels that way, there's nothing, like, quote-unquote, wrong with feeling that way or, hmm. or quote-unquote, bad. It's, it's, it, it is what it is, and it, it sucks, but there's, there's nothing wrong with you. There's, you're, you're a great person. You're a fine person. It, it's, I feel for anyone that goes through that, but I don't want anyone to ever think there's something wrong with them, um, even if someone tells them that or whatever, like, the depression is actually the most debilitating uh, disease worldwide, according to the, I think it's the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I always thought that was an interesting fact. Yeah, it's it's interesting um, what your body will do to itself under stress, like extreme stress, um, like yeah. something like that. I mean, it's crazy. It's almost like you have no control over your body, your thoughts what have you, you could do the same things and you could be like, what's going on with me? You know, like what's going on with me? Um, you know, me, I was, I easily was able to train for a freaking full marathon, you know, like it's just crazy what your body will do. And it's crazy also, you know, coming on to the other side and recognizing and being aware that you needed to do something. And again, I, I know that you are, you love your space. I like my space, but I so passionately wish I could have jumped into bed with you. I I wish I would have been more aware, um, you know, or maybe stuck my nose in a little bit more and said like, like got under the covers with you and like snuggled with you and like, are you, like, instead of saying, like, are you okay? I don't think you should ask anyone if they're okay. I mean, like, you should, but you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But but just saying, like, I'm here to talk to you. Um, because, I don't know. I mean, what do you tell someone when they, they feel like they're so deep down in sorrow mentally? Because... You know, I I don't personally know the ins and outs of your relationship or what have you, but but as you mentioned before, all of these things that happen to us in life are triggers. You know, even if it is a breakup, like that's a trigger. That is a considered a death too. Um, you guys, you know, we're really connected. Uh, but then that goes back to what you said earlier, which I wanted to jump back onto, which is environment and childhood upbringing childhood upbringing I usually I have to tell you I usually start off my podcast asking uh, my guests about what was their childhood upbringing like you know what did you like to do for fun you know what made you happy what brought you joy and I already know much about your childhood upbringing Um, but that does play a huge huge part about kind of where you are shaped today so talking environmentally, how can you describe your childhood upbringing to us? Um, I mean, I feel mostly, I mean, no one's is perfect. And I would say 
I have a lot more positives in mind than negatives. Like, I feel great for, grateful for, like, a lot of the opportunities I had and mm-hmm. just being able to do, like, gymnastics and all the sports I love to do. So, I don't know. There, I mean, I know, I know marriage just now being in a relationship is a, is a hard thing. But I'd have to say just seeing what else is, like, out there and what other people have gone through that there's more positive than negative. Right. Yeah. I completely agree with you, you know. Um, and I'll put this out there. I know I know. often at times, like, we were even put, you know, into roles, like being first child, second child, third child. Like, that's hard enough as it is. You know, everyone has a certain role that they have to play. Um, then, you know, like making sure mom and dad are okay or what have you. And, and that can be hard as well, but gratitude on what we had and, you know, it takes time to heal, but gratitude on what we had, you got to throw it out to our parents. Our parents are some of the most supportive parents on the planet. Um, every time I think about them, like them just letting us travel, you know, to these places and. Yeah, they care about us, but they're pretty quiet to say, don't do that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think they, one thing I think about um, is that they let us be us. Because I remember friends saying, oh, if this or that, my parents would lose it. Or I don't know, just certain things, seeing how dirt, certain people talked and saying their parents wouldn't want them to do that or let them do that. It made me realize that our parents were very... Uh, they let us be us, and they're very just open and let us be us, and I was really grateful for that, and yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, we just get to come back, go away. I mean, we're in our 30s, right? We get to go away with, you know, kind of lessons and patterns, and that's the joy about, like, having the parents the way that you did. We get to learn from that, and we get, that's why people sometimes parent their children or what have you differently, Um Maybe you have a different relationship. The thing that I find interesting is as I get older and as I, uh, you know, if I dive into the dating world, you know, it really shows, like, who you pick as a spouse or a partner. And they start to come up more and more as tests to me. I don't know if you can relate. Um, so now that, like, you, if you, you know, when you date again or what have you, I don't know if you're dating, but... Um, it all comes up as a test, you know, from our previous relationship, which I find appealing and I find valuable. Um, but like moving on with that, um, how would you recommend if someone, yes, we had, we had a great childhood, but there was probably some things that happened to us in our childhood, in our adolescence. Mine might be a different point than yours. Um, how would you recommend someone goes and heals their inner child and works on their inner child? And there's no perfect well, answer for this. <laughs> I would say, I mean, sometimes stuff gets pushed down, I think, in if someone had some kind of situation. And so maybe they can't pinpoint it, pinpoint certain things. But I don't, I don't know. I guess if something is bugging you, I mean, maybe you could either, you don't even have to talk to somebody. You could write stuff down to try to 
figure out what's bugging you or what you want to help um, you moving forward, I guess. Or you could go into the forest and yell it. I'm not, there's just so many different ways. I mean, what's your thing? yeah, there's so many different ways. Like if you want to work through something, I guess maybe think about maybe the way that would work for you. Cause like, I also say this, like I, I like to go paddle boarding. Mm-hmm. And so I also say that's a form of therapy because when I'm paddle boarding, I feel like my anxiety is less. Mm-hmm. Well, usually unless it's a really windy day, we won't go there. But <laughs> yeah. So there's lots of ways that you can maybe do things for you that work for you to maybe help you through or just um, get get your mindset in a place where you want it that day or just maybe to relax you, whatever you're looking for. Maybe just kind of try different things and see what works for you or what maybe doesn't work for you so well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, okay, so like, for one instance, and I won't keep you too long, but, um, like, when I think of, like, inner child work, like, especially for me, I've been very, very nostalgic lately. I've been (laughs) intuitively speaking to Mimi and V, which is our grandparents that passed away, and they are my actual, they are my spirit guides in life, and, um, they've come up multiple times recently, And so I think part of my inner child work um, stems back to just the joy I had visiting them in St. Louis. You know, I I find, I feel like we had some of the best memories in that house. And so then I like to cultivate that into the good feeling as an adult. Um, And so that's kind of like what I like to throw out there as an example. Or even just playing outside. So that's like when I feel stressed, I leave my phone at home and I go explore my neighborhood, climb up a little mountain here, over here to the side, walk on the beach, and you just feel free. I think that's all we need, is we just need freedom from our thoughts, uh, you know, that may breed actions that are just not us. You know, you put it, um, can I put this example out there, when we were visiting our sister Allison in, um, in Kansas over the winter, And it's so interesting because when we do all get together, we don't see each other that often in person. So when we do all get together, we have to be very careful not to put one another into the roles that we knew when we were 10, right? So I basically asked you, like, how do you want to be defined? Who do you want to be defined as right now? Because I don't know who you are when you're with just your friends, you know? So I think that's a very important question to ask ourselves on the daily you know, we all change. We all change. That's why high school reunions, people are like, they've changed. Of course they've changed. It's been 20 years, you know? So that's something that, like, we really think about. Like, who is Alyssa? You know, who is she? Like, if you could define yourself today, and it could be different today than tomorrow. It could be different today than the next full moon, you know? Because we're ever so changing, so how do you how do you define yourself? Like in three words, how would you define yourself? And I'll, t- um, I'll tell you how I define I mean you. I guess I'd just say instead of define I'd use maybe some values like I I go off of. Um so I guess like I try to be like compassionate and just I'm trying to think 
I try to be compassionate and just, sorry, I'm blanking. <laughs> it's okay. I threw it at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the first thing I can think of right now. And I just try to take in every moment. I've learned to kind of slow down too. Cause like you can, well, definitely when you're depressed, you overstress, over worry over everything. And I've learned to try to just like breathe through things also like not react. Um, Cause I can't think of the thing, but like you can react to something or you can like take a moment and breathe and then react to something. So I don't know. I try to just do things that make me happy also. Yeah. So you find that like, if you could throw it out there. Okay. Actually, yeah. let me tell you how I define you. Ever, I mean, you have been one of the most, like, you have been one of the most caring people in my entire life. Sure, I'll have to admit, we don't agree on everything. We've we've bickered, but it's because, honestly, you care. You care about my health, my wellness, what have you. You just want to make sure everyone is okay. And so... I've been that way in my life too. And I think the question is, and I think we all need to tell ourselves this, is that like, are you asking yourself if you're okay? You know, is the giver giving to themselves? You know, is the giver giving to themselves? And that's why I love when you've started to tell me no in certain things. You know, no, no. I'm like, great, she's setting up boundaries. I need to learn from that, you know? Mm-hmm. So we live in such a modern day times, you know, um, that it is important to, yes, still be a modern woman. And I'm proud of you. I just want to say I'm so proud of you. Um, where you are and where you're going, um, it's inspirational, hugely inspirational. And, you know, life is, life is a journey. <laughs> life is all about change. You know, life is always about healing. Life is always about bettering ourselves. Right. So is there anything else you kind of want to bring to the table today? Anything at all? You can ask me any question you want. Oof. Well, I was just thinking something, though, when you talking about when you talked about uh, going on a hike, because there was another book I read called The Depression Cure, which is it's interesting because it was written by a professor from the Uni University of Kansas. Mm. I think his name is Ilardi, but um, they actually followed some of his stuff for one of the groups at Burnt Nash, not the one I was in. Um, I think it was, I know mine was cognitive behavioral, behavioral, oh my god, I can't say that word Behavioral, right now. <laughs> it's a big word. Um, but, uh, but, I'm trying to, now I forgot what you asked. The hike, the hike. I was just thinking about. The, the, the hike, what? the hike. Oh, the hike. Yeah, well, that's where I started with, because yeah, vitamin D, and he talks about some other things. I think, because that's why, like, during the winter, well, here in Kansas City, um, people do get, like, light lamps to try to combat seasonal depression or whatever. You know, just vitamin D is good for that. And there's other things like walking, getting, mm -hmm. moving. And, of course, I can't think of any other the other points right now, but <laughs> I just remembered that book when you talked about walking outside. Yeah, exercise, um, calling, even just calling someone. Um, yeah. Reaching out, yeah. Which can be really hard at times when you feel so yeah. alone. You feel like no one wants to hear it. 
You're like, yeah. me again, you know, like, <laughs> whoa, me you again. like a burden or something, yeah. Right, and that's why as I get older, I realize, thank God I have my sisters. Because I know that, like, I can always call them and be like, can you just listen for two seconds? You know, like, I just, uh, you know. And it's really nice. And you always give me a, more than a moment of your time. You know, I've gone through many ups and downs, as we all have. And I love that we're starting to talk about it. And I'm always here for you to listen and give what I've gone through in life. Because, guys, vulnerability is the key. You know, it really is the key. You know, and if fear is holding you back from judgment or just maybe you're feeling like a burden... You're not a burden. Guess what? Everyone has their shit. <gasps> Funny, right? Hmm. Everyone. Even the president of the United States. Well, wait. I shouldn't point that out. Anyways. So moving on. Thank you so much. I have one more question to ask you. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Dun, dun, dun. All right. What is your honest truth that has led you on a path to success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Can be anything. Can be a word. Hmm. I think just finding new things that I enjoy. Um, because I mean, I was so active growing up. I remember going into the gym. I was like, "What am I supposed to do at the gym? I have to just like go on the elliptical or work out." <laughs> just being active if that was a hard transition for me coming from like gymnastics and swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, so like just finding new things besides the gym or which is, I guess right now, like is paddleboarding. That's something that I really enjoy and it kind of gets me going and is a good workout. You don't see even a workout. Uh, same as shooting around basketball. I just shoot around, listen to music and it just, it's really relaxing to me. Um, so I try to just get creative. Um, and just like, even whatever works for another person, like some people aren't into sports that much. So maybe just like going on a walk or even like, honestly, even hopscotch, just something yes. fun, like anything. <laughs> yes, I love it. That's a fine example. Just, just having fun. Like that episode on Friends, I always point this out. Did you see that episode on Friends when Phoebe and Rachel are running in the park? Do you remember that one? Anyways, Phoebe's running, like flailing her arms like, and Rachel's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? She goes, I don't care what people think about me. You know what I mean? Like, why would I care? That's how I run and that makes me feel good. And I'm like, do what makes you feel good. So wake up every day and your main purpose is, this is what I tell my clients, your main purpose of each and every day, because they say wake up with their purpose, your main purpose each and every day of this entire life is, well, if it's, if it's legal, do what makes you happy, right? Yeah. What is because gonna... there's, always, there's always judgment out there to judge what happens. All you can do is try to, like, be yourself. I mean, easier said than done to not worry about maybe what people or certain things sometimes but like just try to do you and then be there for others and compassionate and just don't try not to judge others or yourself honestly exactly because when you judge yourself 
that's when the judgment comes towards you, I think. So in all reality, guys, do what makes you happy. Okay, we'll wrap it up, but thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I cannot, I literally, like it really like warms my heart a lot. And I know it's hard to kind of like get out there and just kind of speak your truth a little bit more, but I hope you do come on again and tell us more about whatever topic you wanna talk about because everyone wants to relate to you. Everyone has something to relate to you with. So guys, Remember, I'm on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Simplecast, FM. Did you get it all down? Um, I would so appreciate if you could just pop on over to Apple iTunes and leave me a quick review, maybe a five-star rating. Tell me what you think about the episode, what you think about the Just Being Honest show. Um, It really helps me. It only takes a couple of minutes and moments, and it really really helps me keep the show going at its full capacity. So I truly appreciate that. Um, Alyssa, if you want people to follow you, you're welcome to share that out there, um, your Instagram or what have you. If not, just say, maybe next time. Um, yeah, my Instagram is um, brown e Casey 14 So that's... B-R-O-W-N-E... One four, and think. That's, yeah, that's, that's the only that. one I can think of. <laughs> so again, her Instagram is at brown, e like the letter K C one four, and guys, she also is a rep for an amazing fitness wear line. You have to be um, go through a, a rep only, but it's awesome. I compare it to one of the hottest fitness brands that's out there currently on the market. I'm not going to name names, but it is a Canadian company. And um, let me just say, I have a lot of the products and it's fantastic. I travel with it. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. And you're going to want to hit her up, go on her Instagram, see what she's knocking out there. It has men's, women, and children's clothing. Um, Affordable price, long-lasting. Utah Jazz is sponsored by it. So hit her up for some product or to throw a party with her online. It's really fun. I do it all the time. Okay, guys, that's enough. Go enjoy your day. Love yourself. Know that you are not alone. I'm always here to talk to you. Hit me up. You know how to reach me. Until next time, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao. I'm almost in tears over that episode. To be honest, I'm almost in tears because, you know, the relationship that I have, especially with me and my family members over the course of my life has been ever evolving, ever evolving. Um, I'm so proud of my sisters, of where they are today. We're all so completely different. We really see the world similarly, but on completely, completely different, um, actually, I should say through completely different lenses, which is valuable, but can be hard. But I still love it. Who? <sighs> you following my vibe? <sighs> 
Guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you loved that episode. If you have any questions or comments, I would so appreciate a rating or review. Pass this on to a friend, a family member. Maybe it'll open up the canister. Maybe it'll open up something that you guys can kind of bring to the table. Maybe family issues, maybe friend issues, maybe just life issues in general. But another thing is, I did want to kind of shout out again. If you guys are interested in some badass, I'm using badass a lot today, badass fitness wear, please, please hit up my sister or you can reach out to me. I can send you the link. I'm going to put it in the show notes for Zaya, Zaya fitness wear. It's actually more of like life wear. You can wear it all over the place. It is a Canadian based uh, company and you guys don't even know what you're dealing with. It is super slimming. I love it. I can travel with it. You can even swim in some of their sports bras. You can probably swim in all of them. It has men wear, children's wear, women's wear. The Utah Jazz wears it. Guys, check it out. It's Z-Y-I-A. But the only way to purchase it is to work through a rep. Elizabeth Brown is your rep. She's amazing. She knows the product hand in hand. So whether you're starting a new fitness journey, whether you want to get right and tight for summer, or maybe you just want to like maintain your fitness journey. Um, I know I'm going to start doing Pilates more. So um, I'm super excited to get some high-waisted pants that are in season. Plus my half marathon, I probably need a new pair of shorts too, come to think of it. Anyways, Guys, that is Zaya, Z-Y-I-A. Go through Elizabeth Brown. You'll love the items. If you want to find more about what that link is, check out my show notes or simply contact me and I can hook you up. All right. Thanks again, guys. Hello, sweet beans. I wanted to remind you that today's podcast was brought to you by the Just Being Honest team. Yeah, KB, me. So KB's lifestyle design, what's it all about? As I mentioned before, it's about creating that substance in your life. What are you really searching for? Wait, it's not about searching. It's about unveiling what is already deep within you. So a little bit health coaching, a little bit life coaching, a little bit regaining that truth within you. So do you want to know where to start? How to begin? It's easy. Call me. I will give you your first discovery call for free. So just contact me, KB, and say JBH free and you'll get your first discovery call free.